All right, we're back. Graveyard Shift Movie Podcast. Get ready for this, Maverick. Episode number 69. <laughs> 69. Nice. Let me see if I can find that. There's a clip. Okay. A clip. There's a, there's a, um, I think it was a TikTok. Okay. Uh, McDonald's employee, you know, you go on a school trip yeah, and you yeah. stop at McDonald's and he's like, everybody's favorite number, 69. Yeah. Anyways, cut that thanks. in. Thanks, man. Okay. What's favorite number? Uh, anyway, this week, <laughs> it was, uh, it was Maverick's pick, but then Maverick couldn't think of anything to pick, so then my dad was like, why don't you guys watch this movie called The Devil's Advocate, and so Maverick was like, that sounds good, so, uh, that's what we, <laughs> that's what we watched, The Devil's Advocate from 1997, starring John Wick himself, uh, John Wick himself. Keanu Reeves, and Al Pacino. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm curious as to see what your score is going to be because you put in Discord when you were watching it that you thought this movie was good. But you're you're wild, so good to you. You could give this shit a five. Uh, me, personally, I couldn't get into it at all. Uh, I'm going to give it like a four. Um, to be fair, I did quit my job the day after watching this, so I was, Jesus like, Christ. watching this as I was, like, I'm going to quit my job, you know? So, maybe I wasn't in the best mind frame, but I couldn't get into it. Um, you so quit Maverick. your job in uniform. I just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you woke up, went in, and went, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened, yeah. So, uh, what are you going to score this one, Maverick? This one, um, I liked until the very, very end. Oh, really? That's where so, the ending was the only part I really liked. <laughs> this one's a six. Okay. I, I I love Keanu. Like, did, did we watch Constantine? No. No? That's no. a movie I want to pick. Okay. Um. Yeah, Const- I just recently watched it like a, a month. A couple months back and it was fucking fantastic yeah i think both we haven't had an al pacino or uh keanu reeves movie on the podcast yet so both of them we yeah. have had yeah. uh, how many fucking horror movies does al pacino do though uh like I don't know. I don't know. everyone's made at least one that's like a rule in hollywood everyone's made at least one horror movie um or been in at least one yeah yeah um, I thought I, there's a Tom Hanks horror movie that I'm going to pick. I saw the other day. I was like, well, we got to watch this from like 1980. Really? Yeah, when he was like a little boy. <laughs> oh, well, that's not good. That's well, not he wasn't a real little boy, but you know what I mean. I'm He's a, real a little, little baby, real boy. Um, but yeah, like I said, we, both of them never been on the podcast before. But then later on, uh, they there is one character who was the dad from uh, Beetlejuice. Who was the fucking, mm. you know, the the guy who was married to... The, not the ghost. <laughs> the real <laughs> dad in the in the movie. But, um... Anyway. Alright, well, spoiler warning for The Devil's Advocate. We're gonna ruin everything about it. Um... So you've been warned. Uh... 
first off, I know you said you really liked Keanu. Um, I didn't like him in this movie. Like, I couldn't get over his, uh, we're going to the city. His, yeah. like, <laughs> his yeah. accent. Yeah. Being Southerners, Tom, born and raised in the South. Uh-huh. That, uh, Southern accent was something different, man. It was, it was, yeah. And then when he would start yelling, you could tell there was parts where he would lose it and then bring it back. He to lost try to... it a good couple times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just hard. And the girlfriend, the same. Was, no, the it, girlfriend was way better, though. Hers uh, was better, yeah, but she, you know. Um, Al Pacino, though. Where were they saying they they were from, like, Alabama or some shit? They were from Gainesville. That's in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, yeah. well, then fucking shit accents, because... Right, know, we're, like, Georgia, 20 minutes like away that. from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, they don't Maybe a little like further, that. but... Tom um, drives they, 20 minutes. I do. Fucking. Yeah. Crazy man on the road. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh but yeah, Al Pacino. Really good. Shout out to Al Pacino. Yeah, his performance was fucking spectacular. He was uh he was giving his best. And I um, wanna say I didn't like the girlfriend's role, but her performance is pretty good. And you can't he, go wrong with uh Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I wonder if old ass Matrix fans get upset that nowadays he's more known as like I didn't introduce him as uh, Neo, you know. I said John Wick, and I wonder if old Matrix fans are like, no, he's Neo. Or if you're, um, or if you're an it's OG, it's like a generational thing, right? Yeah, because we're stuck in the middle of. I grew up. He was Keanu or Keanu Reeves. Um, he was Neo. Neo, and then yeah. now I'm 23. And he's fucking John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. But um, I feel like the like the generation before us is definitely Neo. I feel yeah. like they would be mad. Ah well, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, movie starts off with a uh, trial. Keanu Reeves is a lawyer in this movie. He's uh, a trial lawyer. Yeah, for the people who are getting accused. So for the um def- defendant, is it the defendants? Yeah, Pretty yeah, because sure. prosecutors are the okay. Um, and he is currently defending uh a teacher, child predator. Who, who yeah, who this uh, girl is on the stand talking about how he molested her and was like reaching under a dress and shit. And you can tell that like. Dude probably did that shit because meanwhile he's over there like, mm, and he's like rubbing on his dick, you know, and <laughs> no, well, you don't you don't really. see him rubbing on, but he's you know, a slimy he's, bastard. He's slimy. He um, I don't know the real guy's name, but uh, he he's super TV. He was in uh, The Wire and True Blood and whole types of shit. Um, but yeah, and so, um. Dude, like, Count Reeves, after this girl is up there, like, crying, talking about how uh, dude was touching her and shit, he's like, can we have a recess, you know? And he goes to the bathroom, and uh, this dude walks in after him, and is talking about, you know, you, you can't win them all, I guess it's time it was for you a, to find a reporter. Lose. Yeah, yeah. And he was trying to get, like, a, a headline, like, a, the, the scoop of the story. Uh-huh. Trying to get Keanu to, like, to get, give him some inf- inside news. Yeah. Um, or info. Uh, and he wouldn't do it. 
he wouldn't do it. And, uh, and he even goes and he ends up defending the guy anyway after, you know, the, this shit happened. Which Keanu, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but he had a thing with him where he was like, you're in there, do, you know, and he's like, you did this shit. And the guy's like, you were paid to defend me or whatever. Uh, yeah, so he goes. So Keanu finds out he's actually. Yeah. Gu- he's guilty. Um, but homegirl on the on the stand said um, she had went to a party. What was she like? Thirteen or fourteen? Went to a 13 party. Thirteen or fourteen? Yeah. Um, played. Yeah. Well, this, this is after Keanu comes back in and starts to. Defend. Yeah. Played this weird game. So they figure out that she had made the other kids say that the teacher also sexually assaulted them, so she wouldn't be the only one. So Keanu catches her on that lie. The case is dismissed, and uh-huh. uh, Homeboy goes free. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to bring up, he shows her a picture that she drew of the teacher that was like Mr. Piggy Pig or something. And it was yeah, like, some weird fucking... he eats like six pies or something like that. And all I could think about was the time that Maverick drew a very uh, offensive note and tried to pass it to me in ISS one time and then got caught and then told them that he Most would know what <laughs> Well, I can't say what he wrote here, but uh and uh I was I was calling the SRO like a bitch or something. Alright, well let's go I'm gonna pause here because I'm about to tell him what he actually wrote and I can't have it. But totally got away with it. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. I reminded Maverick of what he said <laughs> he said. But um but anyway, I just thought it, it was a real weird, like, that was the best that girl could come up with, was like, he eats six pies, he's a little piggy or something. It just seemed like a weird note to, to write. Um, anyway, so after he wins that case, um, his buddy at the time, I'm assuming this buddy, because it seems like they know each other before all this stuff in New York happens, uh. But he tells him, hey, I got this case in New York that they're looking for a guy to come in and, uh, you know, be the defendant and pick the jury and shit. Um, and he wants to know if, you know, Keanu wants a taste of the big time. He wants to move up to the city. Um, and so Keanu goes, uh, you know, sure, whatever. Um, and so he goes to say goodbye to, like, his mom. And this is when you find out his mom is, like, super religious to the point that, like, I think half of her dialogue in this movie is quoting Bible scripture. There's a lot of Bible <laughs> It was a lot. Um, and, you know, I think she says some shit like, beware of devil, come Jesus, or something like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sends him off. Um, and so he takes him and his uh, wife to, uh, to the city. Um, the city, to the city and they go and he meets his jury and dude i will admit has a great scene where he immediately goes uh you know like i want number 16 22 and 35 out or whatever yeah he sounds like um he sounds like uh tom's mom at the drive-thru got him what what are we doing here? <laughs> what what does the show become? Um, anyway, anyway, where's Big Smoke at? I want a number nine, the number nine large. 
Anyway. She always says such nice things. <laughs> if she only knew what you were like. <laughs> but, uh, nice woman. Anyway. So, yeah, he has a great scene where he's like, I want those guys out. And this other dude is like, those are my first fucking picks. What are you talking about? And he's like, he starts breaking down. He's like, number 16, polished his shoes every morning and shit. He might just look like another thug off the street. But he's really like, you know, that's just how he dresses or something. And he's like, that old lady, someone hurt her. She wants on this case, you know, to be fucking, to, you know, get revenge or whatever. Um... And so the dude who's dismissing the uh, the jury doesn't like it. He's like, if you lose this case, it's on you, motherfucker, you know? Uh, and so then the next scene, Keanu walks into where he's staying with his wife, and he, like, falls down on the bed. And he's like, 38 minutes. It only took him 38 minutes. And she was like, oh, honey, you know, it's okay. Not, no one could have won that case. And he was like, yeah, except for me. <laughs> and, it was, and so... <laughs> He won his case. They only took 38 minutes to, uh, you know, to do the shit. Um, so, shout out Keanu. Um, this is when Keanu and them, like, get just royal treatment. They get moved into this nice-ass apartment. Uh, that they say it's like a figure-eight apartment. Because it's like, there's two doors... And it looks like there's two apartments, but I think it's just one big-ass, like, eight-shaped apartment or something. Um, but, yeah, he, he gets this new apartment. He gets brought to the firm that he's going to be working for. And this is when uh, we meet uh, Al Pacino for the first time, who's the boss of this firm. Um yeah, we meet like a round table of lawyers. Yeah, and, and this they go one... through, and they each have like a specific area of like something that they yeah. know about, which is insane. Yeah, it's wild. And then one of those lawyers is, like I said, the dad from uh, Beetlejuice, which I only mentioned because he ends up having like a bigger part in this movie than most of the other lawyers. Um, but uh, yeah, he meets Al Pacino, and they go walking through the place together we get a little bit of backstory about we learned dude used to be a prosecutor um and he had like 64 process like guilty verdicts or whatever um but then basically dude says you know it, you it pays better to be to be a defendant so that's why he stopped uh you know putting the bad guys behind bars and instead started getting them out you know um there's also, I just wrote this down because there's a funny scene. Well, not maybe funny, but uh, they, where uh, Keanu's uh, friend and his wife come over. And then, like, it's the first time uh, Keanu's wife meets the other wife. And she, like, goes to give him one of them double, like, French kiss moves or whatever. And the girlfriend the whole time is like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah, freaked her out. Yeah, which, I mean, uh, come on, man. Enjoy them, them French kisses. Wait, I meant <laughs> the cheek kisses. But um, but anyway, uh, Keanu, his first case, uh, for the firm is basically it's like a health violation case is how they code it, which is this guy who uh like sacrifices goat underneath his business, I think. 
And that's why they called it a health violation was because it was underneath his business. Um, this is when I would say, maybe not here, but a little bit later on. This movie takes like 50 minutes to become like any form of a horror movie. For like sure. for the first 50 minutes, it's just straight up like a, a lawyer movie. And yeah. then I, the only reason I say here is because that video that they show of him like that, like cutting the throat of the goat, like I could, that could be yeah, the goat throat. Yeah. That could be taken a little horror-y, but I really think it starts later, which I'll, I'll mention. But like I said, this movie takes a while to show any forms of uh, horror. Um, so, uh, dude goes to uh, help out. Oh, also, I wrote down during all this, you get a scene of the wife trying to paint this one fucking room, and it's like seven different colors of green. And like her friend in there is like, I don't like that one. You know, you need a cooler shade. And you get a random product placement of Popeye's chicken. Yeah, that shit was weird. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Popeyes. Um, uh, anyway, they go and fucking Keanu meets up with homie. And he's like, hey, I'm going to help you out of this shit, you know. Uh, and he does a great fucking job. They go to trial and he starts talking about, you know, it, it, it's all about race and shit. He's like, this, is, this guy was in the comfort of his own place you know, doing any other religious practice, but it's all because he's a black man that, you know, they, they're trying to make this a bigger issue and shit. What the fuck? Oh, there's a goddamn ice cream truck going by my house. <laughs> I was, I just started hearing this jingle. I was like, what is it? Um, but so he wins, he gets off the case. Everyone's all happy. Um, cause this case was kind of seemed, it seemed like a doomed, thing um because they got yeah. motherfucker on tape you know doing all this shit and so keanu kind of saw this whole thing as just to see if he would take a plea deal you know um he's he thought it, it was a test yeah um to see if he could win it uh-huh um but he wins it and so then uh the the wife um is like i don't remember if it's now she gets upset or if it's real later on. Um, it must be later on. Because I think the next thing they do is she's like, hey, you're not spending enough time with me. So he's like, well, uh, my boss is having this big party at his place. Let's go there, you know, and we'll have a good time. And you can meet everybody and shit. And so they go to this party um, and immediately just get split up. Because someone comes and grabs Keanu and is like, you got to meet this guy, you know. Uh and so they immediately get split up, and Al Pacino finally meets uh, Keanu Reeves' wife, um, and instantly, like, just starts like, he's like, "You should pull your hair back. I like to see your face or whatever." And then he's like, "I do it myself, but people naturally would assume that we're fucking." <laughs> like the way he just said it, so nonchalant. I was like, "Oh God," um, and Homegirl is like into it like the whole time uh by the end of it after he's like pulled back the hair and shit like she's totally just uh into all this and i was like oh man this is crazy but then immediately keanu goes out on the balcony and he starts to flirt with uh this lady who he had seen before that works at the firm 
And, you know, she starts doing the classic, like, I bet you like to be on top, you know? And he's like, excuse me? And she's like, you know, on top of your profession. And it's like, we know what you really meant, bitch. You're not, <laughs> you're not getting away with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he's flirting with her. And then I think, like, Kiana's totally going to bang her, like, on the, on the balcony or something. Or, like, because doesn't he, like say I'm not here with anyone tonight or some shit like that because she asks? Uh, no clue. Okay, well, I think so. But before anything else can happen, Al Pacino comes busting out onto the balcony. And he's like, I need you in my fucking office now. Uh, it's the, like a, it's an emergency, emergency situation. Yeah. And uh, so Keanu, the dad from Beetlejuice, and Keanu's buddy get pulled into uh, Al Pacino's uh, room and Pacino is like, uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, let's just say fucking Steve, right? <laughs> he's like, he's like, Steve's in trouble again. Because apparently this dude has a history of getting in trouble. And the Beelger's dad knows him real well. And he's like, what did he do this time? And he's like, he murdered his wife, his stepson, and the maid. <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit. And the Beelger's dad was like, when and he's like right now right fucking now he did it <laughs> and, uh, so uh al pacino says that he wants keanu to do this case and this is like keanu's biggest case you know up to date is this fucking murder trial um and they they go to meet steve who murdered his wife and stepson and uh maid and she's played by craig t or wait she no He's played by uh, Craig T. Nelson, who is in a bunch of shit, but people our age might know him best for voicing Mr. Incredible. So uh, Really? Yeah, so shout out to Mr. Incredible. It's real weird hearing him be like, I was fucking her pussy. <laughs> like in the Mr. Damn, how did I not put that together? What the yeah. fuck? Um, I go, go back and listen to it. You should. And uh, yeah, after you know it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, of course. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah, so he meets up with him, and dude's like, I'm being set up. I didn't fucking do it, you know. Um, this whole thing, by the way, I think, I'm not sure when the OJ trial took place. I think it was like 92 or whatever. Um, but this whole thing had a very OJ feel to me, besides like the, the race implications of it all. But just like kind of same shit where dude's wife. And, like, other people got murdered and they found, like, an article of clothing with his prints on it behind, you know. And it, it just seemed very OJ-ish to me. Um, but here's when I think the movie finally shows real horror aspects. is because, uh, meanwhile, the wife is at some, like, fucking clothes store with her two horror best friends. And, <laughs> and... Uh, the one chick, like, starts talking about how her boobs look so real, even though it was, like, the doctor who made it. And she's, like, takes her shirt off, and she's asking the wife, she's like, what do you think, real or fake? And she's, like, moving around her tits in her face. And the girl's like, oh, they must be real. And so the chick's like, oh, well, you gotta feel them to really make sure. So she, like, yeah, grabs her just, hand. and They're in, like, a changing room. Uh-huh. Right? At, like, a store. Yeah. Just... Feeling her friends tits stuff. Just okay. starts fondling women, women things. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I kind of thought they were going to bang. <laughs> because cause that whole time they were talking about how, like, to talk with their husbands, they have to make appointments and shit. They're just talking about how their husbands aren't ever around. Yeah, and she, uh, the one girl was like, well, if you can't have a relationship with your husband, then have a, a relationship with his money. With his money, like, God yeah. Damn. Um, so anyway, she makes her, like, grab her tits, and she's like, oh, they're definitely real, you know? And she's like, nope, it was Dr. Femsbabom or whatever. And then she goes to put on her shirt, and as she goes, you get, like, a and like a demon face pops up on her face and the girl's like what and you see like shit crawling under her skin or whatever um and this is when i was finally like okay there's some horror aspects going on and this was about an hour into the movie this is when the girlfriend got way too much for me and the, she just starts being like you freak the fuck out yeah we gotta go home i don't like it here you're always away and you know, like just just complaining and uh and i was like man this guy's doing all that. and then you know keanu just to get her to shut the fuck up he's like let's have a baby because she's been wanting a baby this whole time and shit and uh i wasn't on the girl's side at all during this because i was like man come on it's just some demon faces you know um <laughs> but, but uh yeah so keanu's like let's have a baby um and so they start to fuck, but then the girl goes down to like blow him, and then when she looks up, it's uh, the Dude, girl from, from the, the party, the firm. Yeah. Also, uh, I forgot to mention that uh, the wife in did end up cutting her hair real short after that whole thing with uh, Al Pacino telling her that her hair would look better if it was short. So now she's got like a completely new hairstyle and Keanu even is like, and you did this radical thing with your hair. And she's like, you hate it. (laughs) it, uh, Yeah. And so, and this goes on for like five minutes of like, she turns back into the wife and then he'll like get out of it. And you can tell he's really into it when she's the other lady. But when she goes back to the wife, he's always like, uh, you know, uh, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He starts, like, sucking toes at one point. <laughs> and the wife's like, what are you doing? And then he realizes it's back to his wife, and he was like, Pugh! and he spit him out. <laughs> um, but anyway, and the wife ends up being like, because uh, she can tell he's starting to get distracted. Um, so she's like, we, you're you're not even here or whatever. So they just stop. Um, also, uh, at the same time, his mom had come to visit. And she meets Al Pacino, and she gets, like, super weird vibes from him. Um, and she, like, I don't think she even shakes his hand. I think he goes to shake her hand, and he, she, like, doesn't do it. Um, and so she's here doing all this. And she, the next morning, uh, is like, I'm leaving. She, she's like, I'm out of here, you know? Um, and this is, I wrote down, uh, dude's mom is like, I'm going home, then starts babbling about some god shit again. Because that's how she, she's like, I'm leaving, and she, like, the devil's to the wolves, or whatever. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Um, then, uh, fucking, you get a scene, probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie, which is Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves are on a subway, and they're, like, riding, and there's these two, like, what they're making out to be these, like, cholo gangsters. And fucking 
Keanu or uh, Al Pacino just keeps like staring at him, and even in the middle of the story, he's like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> and like just <laughs> just laughing at him. And so the one dude like pulls out a box cutter, and he's like, "Who are you fucking, fucking with?" You know? Cutter. Yeah, a box cutter. I was like, "Oh, hold hold on, homie." Um, and so Pacino starts speaking Spanish to him, and he starts telling him how as soon as he left. Uh, his buddy Jose or whatever came over and started smoking crack with his wife, and then he's about to fuck her up the ass <laughs> and all this shit. And he's like, "She's gonna love every second of it." He's like, "If you get off at the next stop, you'll still be able to catch her." Um, oh, and then no, he uh, he goes, uh, "You can put that box cutter where it belongs." And so basically, he's like, "Go kill your wife because she's <laughs> cheating on you." Or the dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Either way, but uh. But anyway, I really like that scene. I thought that was good. Um, the train scene was good because that was, I want to say, the first look you get into the dad being uh, the fucking devil. Yeah, like, you can tell something's up with him, but that was the first time, like, he knows shit that's about to happen before it's happened. And, like, yeah. Um, then they go to a boxing fight, and Don King is there, and I was like, oh, cool, Don King, but that's about all that boxing scene I took in was, it <laughs> just kind of seemed added in there. Um, then, as this is happening at home, uh, Keanu's wife has a nightmare, maybe, because we're not 100% sure, where she goes into what's supposed to be the nursery, and she sees, like, a baby sitting there. And she's like, oh, where, where did you come from? And then the baby turns around and it has, like, well, I didn't know at the time was supposed to be, like, her uterus. Like, in his hands. Yeah, I thought it was just guts. But then, uh, you know, then after she starts talking about. Because then after uh, she looks down, there's blood, like, all on her gown and shit. And so Kiana comes home. She's freaking out. She's like, they took my ovaries. They took my ovaries. <laughs> you know? tweaking, She's tweaking. Um, and then she says that prior to this, or unless it was before Keanu got home, she went to the doctor and said, and the doctor says she's unable to have children. So I don't know if she did that before she had this nightmare or after it in the time between him coming home. But yeah, so apparently she can't have kids now. Um, then we go back to Mr. Incredible still dealing with his, uh, murder case and he tells, uh, uh, Keanu that he's been fucking his assistant. And the reason why this is a big thing is because he says he was banging his assistant the same time his wife was murdered. So it couldn't have been him. Um, so yeah, so Keanu's like this That's is the, yeah he's like this is the break I need, but um like the I don't Craig T Nelson like doesn't want to talk about it on trial at first and so he's like no we're keeping that a secret or whatever. Um, as this is going on, Al Pacino is having a conversation with Keanu Reeves, and uh, he starts telling Keanu that the dad from Beetlejuice is like leaving the firm or something. He's like upset and he's like, uh, he's like, he thinks he can be better on his own without me. And so you see, uh, the dad from Beetlejuice like running, uh, and like, he's like getting his morning exercise and then he like turns around and the people behind him, they're running, just go invisible. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> what's happening? <laughs> they um, just disappearing. But it was like bad. Like it was bad. Yeah. Um. And so these invisible people started chasing them. Dude turns around at one point and gives a great like, oh fuck, and <laughs> just keeps running. Um. And then the invisible people. I think he falls over. Yeah, he falls over. And the invisible people pop back up, but they just keep walking by him. They don't they don't bother him. Um, but then a homeless guy pops out. And he's like, hey, you got some money? And the guy's like, I don't got anything for you. And so that was the wrong answer because they take a fucking tree branch. <laughs> yeah, they beat him with a tree branch. And these two homeless guys just beat uh, Beetlejuice's dad to death. Also, as they're doing it, they get demon faces as well. Um Somehow, during this, I guess the wife, Keanu Reeves' wife, their apartment must be close by because they make it seem like she can see this happening From out of window, her window. Yeah. But they're in, like, a park, so I don't... They never... I was waiting for them to give, like, an over-the-shoulder shot where she could actually see it. But they never do. It just keeps cutting to the guy getting beat to death and then to her being like, oh, you know. So now she's even more, like... uh upset um after that keanu has a meeting with um with uh craig t nelson's assistant and he's like interviewing her and then he starts getting some weird vibes and so he's like tell me is uh is dude uh circumcised or not and she like refuses to answer and at the time i was like what what does this matter and then i realized um Cause he's like, you've been having sex with him for six years and you can't tell me if he was circumcised. He realizes that Craig T. Nelson just made up this thing about him banging his assistant and like, it wasn't real. And so he immediately is like, this fucker actually murdered these people, you know? Um, and he goes to Pacino and he's like, he did it. He lied about banging the assistant. Uh, you know, he, he only did it. So we would have an alibi. And Pacino starts doing his whole like, uh, well, you know, do what you think you got to do. Not you can't win them all, you know. I everyone's lost one, you know. Um, and so they leave it in the air. You're not really sure what's gonna happen. Uh, but then the dude ends up defending them anyway, and he like wins the case. So Mister Incredible is free to go. Um, then this is when I got confused because Keanu goes back to the apartment. This is after the wife has seen homeboy get murdered in the woods. And who was it? Because she says that someone came over and someone fucked her. And she wanted it at first, but then he kept going and she didn't like it. So who was the person that... Because it sounded like she said Bob came over. But there is no Bob in the movie. Wait, what do you... Wait, you were lagging for a second. What? Oh. Uh, when the wife tells uh, Keanu, she's like, so-and-so came over. Uh, he did something awful. And he was like, what? And he's like, he fucked me. And she's like, I wanted about the it. boss. Was it the boss? Okay, Al it was Pacino, Pacino. yeah. That's what I assumed, but I swear it sounded like she said Bob came over. And I was like, who the fuck is Bob? No, so, yeah, uh, she said. All right, well, that makes sense. I assume that's who she was talking about, but I didn't hear. So, yeah, so apparently Al Pacino came over and, like, banged her. But then she wanted to stop and he kept going. So then he like raped her at the same time. Um, oh, I forgot. They're in a church as this is happening. Because yeah. they're like, your wife is crazy. And so as she's telling the story, she's like, ah. <laughs> and she just takes off this robe. Yeah, and she's all, she's yeah, all naked. naked. 
got cuts and shit all over her body. And Keanu's like, Jesus Christ, Lord. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he, like, covers her up. Um, this is the final straw for Keanu, and he, like, checks her into a fucking hospital. He's like, get, get the fuck in here. You, you know? need help. You need help. Um, then, uh, after that, Keanu attends the funeral for the dad from Beetlejuice. Uh, and he's sitting next to the the lady from the firm who he has a crush on. Uh, and as soon as she sits down, he's like, mm, titties. <laughs> like, just staring at her again. Um, Mr. Incredible is sitting in front of him. And then Keanu, like, looks up. And then it turns. And now he has the face of the teacher from the beginning that was doing that molestation case. Uh, and he's, like, rubbing the back of the girl in front of him or whatever. And then he turns to Keanu, he's like, ah, like smiling or whatever. And Keanu's like, what the fuck? And then he looks back and it's Mr. Incredible again. And so he's like, oh, okay, you know. So Keanu is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here because he's tripping and shit. Um, as he walks out of the funeral, he runs into this dude who's a friend of Beelju's dad. Um, and the friend of Beelju's dad tells him that like shit's weird uh he's like that teacher from earlier they just found him with a 10 year old girl in his trunk dead you know and so keanu's like oh shit because now he's got this that dude was um like fbi or something yeah but i think didn't he know the beetlejuice dad because he was like so and so told me to come to you or whatever oh no he was saying um dude who died of a heart attack or not the heart who got um, beat to death um, was an informant. Dead. Yeah. He oh, was he was an, an informant? informant? Oh, okay. Yeah, informant, and he was going to snitch on dude, Al Pacino, because he was in, like, he had his hand in a bunch of shit around the world, like yeah. guns and drugs and, like, get, like, weapons, like missiles and fucking, like, gas and shit. Uh-huh. Um, all around the world. And then... Dude who got beat by the homeless people was gonna snitch on him. Alright. Um, and that's what that FBI guy was telling him, Keanu, in the street before dude just gets taken out by a, a fucking car. Alright. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he tells him all this, and then the next thing Keanu's like, I don't want to hear it. And he like leaves, and dude's like, hey, wait, ah <laughs> it just gets hit. It's taken the by fuck it. out. Yeah, and he's all he's dead as hell. Um uh, as this happens, Pacino's like in the church during the funeral of, uh, Beetlejuice dad. And he's like looking at this painting of all these angels and he's like, buy some holy water. He's like, ah, <laughs> and then he like yeah. puts his finger into it and it starts boiling and shit. Um, fucking, uh, dude, uh, Keanu goes to the hospital where his wife is, um, his mom is in there, and before he can, like, get anywhere, she starts talking about how uh, she lied because she had came to New York once before when she was, like, 16 in 1966. And she said she stayed at uh, the same hotel that, you know, she they were in before. And she's like, there was a waiter there, uh, and the waiter was his dad or whatever. And Keanu, like, doesn't let her finish. He's like, you're waiting until now to tell me this shit. And he's like, leave, you know. So, um, it cuts to then the wife 
who is like looking haggard as fuck. Like I don't know when the last time she slept. She's got bags on her eyes, um, and she has uh, her one lady friend with her that like put some makeup on her or something. She's like, look how beautiful you are, and she like puts a mirror in front of her face. And at first the wife's like, ah, you know, but then over her shoulder her friend gets the demon face again, and she freaks out, like breaks the mirror and like cuts the fucking <laughs> her friend. Um, and she, like, the friend leaves the room, the wife locks the door, um, and everyone, like, comes and is, like, banging on the door. This also, I like to, I liked it before when it was very subtle, and then they give you, like, a very close shot of it. But as everyone's freaking out, the friend in the background is just standing there, like, she doesn't give a fuck. And obviously, you know it's because she's in on it. Um, but. Oh, I didn't I, notice that. I know. I noticed it, and then they do or bad give acting. you <laughs> or bad acting, yeah. She but they do she wasn't on cam. Yeah, they do give you a shot where you see she like just kind of doesn't care. But I wish they would have left it how it was before, where she was just kind of in the background, where you can see everyone freaking out, her being all calm. Um, but anyway, uh, the wife looks down on the ground, like picks up this piece of glass, and Keanu's like, "Oh no, no!" <laughs> she. She's like, uh, I'm sorry, you know, uh, and props to homegirl. I'm thinking she's going for like a wrist slit or something, but she just like, and just stabs herself in the neck and just cuts through that whole shit. And, uh, Keanu ends up getting inside and he like grabs her and he's like, don't leave me, you know, real sad. I cried. I didn't. Um, but, but then, um. This nurse comes running in, and I got mad at the nurse because the nurse started beating on the girl's chest. And I was like, shouldn't your first thing be to <laughs> fucking grab this neck artery that's bleeding everywhere? But um, Yeah, I heard you put them in a headlock. Yeah, that helps. Cuts off, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you um, squeeze. <laughs> yeah. I was, blood I was worried. I was worried they were going to do some bullshit where, like, the nurse ended up saving her. Because the next scene is Keanu, like, walking down the hallway of the uh, the hospital. And he didn't look that upset. And I thought he was about to sit next to his mom and be like, uh, they, she's in surgery now. Or something like that. But they didn't. She's dead as fuck. So, shout Still, out to- like, I don't understand why she just didn't leave. Like, the uh, Keanu's wife just wanted to go home. Yeah, why didn't she just like, go home? Like, fuck this shit. And then the mom visited, went, oh, I don't like it here. And then she left. Yeah, why not just like, leave with why not just go with her? Yeah. Um But anyway, she's dead. Keanu goes and sits next to his mom and now he's like, You can finish the story you were trying to tell me. Uh even though he kinda knows what she's gonna say already. Which I think at this point you've everyone else probably has figured it out. Is that he's like, just fucking say it and you get you find out that uh, Al Pacino is Keanu's dad and he was the waiter. Uh, from 1966 or whatever so that's why she was like all freaked out about him and um all this shit so keanu is like i'm gonna go in this shit and he goes walking out and uh just the whole like street of new york is just deserted uh which was cool just because you know how crowded that city always is so it's cool just to see nothing and just him walking down the street um Keanu goes to Al Pacino's office, uh, and he starts, like, yell. He's like, who are you? And Al Pacino, I like, he's like, doesn't it seem a little hot in here? <laughs> like, 
he's just shitting on Keanu. And so Keanu has a gun, and he just starts just laying into yeah, him. Yeah, he has the um, the gun from... Um, oh, yeah, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Mr. Incredible's yeah. gun that he had taken away from him uh, at one point. Um, but he shoots Pacino. I, I'm pretty sure Pacino, as he's getting shot, is going, Ow! Oh, good one! <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he's playing it off. Yeah. And so after this uh, is finally when he's like, you know who I am, say it. And so Keanu's like, Lucifer. And uh, Al Pacino's like, ah, that's one of my names, you know. So this is when you get the big reveal of Keanu, or of, uh, fucking Al Pacino is the devil. Um, but the even bigger reveal is that uh, this girl who Keanu has been fantasizing about the whole movie turns out to be his half-sister. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yes, sir. I did yeah. not see incest coming. No, no. Um, and basically, Pacino uh, is like, uh, is like, I want you to fuck your sister and have a baby, which basically Keanu's like the Antichrist. And Pacino's like, oh, yeah, you know. So basically, uh, he wants, Ke- or he needs Keanu, rather, to impregnate uh, his sister to keep the bloodline going, and the next incarnation of it is the Antichrist, presumably the end of the world. Um, also, I <laughs> I just like because uh, Pacino the whole time is just talking shit to God. <laughs> As this yeah, he he he's goes like on a whole fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I've been here since day one. I've yeah. been here, me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shit, Al Pacino. Yeah, he's like, God's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck God. It was really good. Wild shit. Yeah, I love that. That was like honestly my be- the best yeah. part. And uh, this is when I wrote down is like I know some people might look at it like, oh, you gotta have sex with your half sister and all this shit, right? But I was like, why has there never been, or at least I haven't seen it, or can't think of it. Like, this is the devil you're up against, okay? Why has there never been a movie where the guy's like, alright, and he just joins in, you know? And lives, like, a better life than presumably he would have if he fought against the devil, you know? He, I don't, he was raised by his mom, right? I know, but his fuck mom's his mom. super Christian. Like, <laughs> like, I want it. She's busted. Wow. No need to do her like that. But I just, I just find it weird that no one ever in these movies is like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, Keanu, uh, like the stepsister gets all naked. You get where all these like demon angels on the wall start coming to life and start like banging on the wall. Um, and his like his sister lays down on this slab and she's all naked and shit. And Pacino's like, all right, let's do it, you know. And uh, the whole time, Keanu's like, so it has to be free will, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's got to be free will. Which I thought that was interesting, that Ke- the devil just didn't make him do it. But uh, And so this is when you get, when we get to best of, worst of, it's going to be my best of, is Keanu going, free will? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, all right. And then pulls out the gun and shoots himself in the head. And I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> you get a dope, like, slow-mo fall scene. Dude, it's so cool. And Pacino's like, no. And fire comes out of the fireplace. And, like, he catches. Well, no, that was him. That was Pacino, like, because his wings pop out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he just inflames the whole room. Yeah. 
from anger and then ends up killing the half sister. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't really sure how the half sister ended up dying, but like she just turns the stone or some shit and falls over. Yeah, she just she falls down and then just burns up. Yeah, that was kind of. I was like, oh, all right. But yeah, and just, I mean, they hold that slow mo forever of him falling with blood trailing out of his head, and yeah. uh, the demons on the walls start like, ah, like getting all fucked up, and it was really cool. Um, and so then, right as Keanu hits the ground, it's like, Phew! and he wakes up, and he's back in the bathroom from the uh, molestation case. And I that popped up, and I went, "You're fucking kidding me!" I was like, yeah. "Don't tell me <laughs> this whole yeah, thing." Yeah, I didn't like that thing. Um, and so now, of course, he goes in, and he's like, "Your Honor, you're gonna have to find a new man." That kind of sounded like a John F. Kennedy, <laughs> but he's like, "You're gonna have to find someone else to uh, defend my client." Um, yeah, he just stands up in the middle of the trial, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck this shit, I'm out." Yeah, they're and like, "What?" Yeah, and so he's leaving, and um. The reporter from earlier comes back and he's like, you got to let me have this case, you know, a, a defendant with a heart of gold dropping out and like he doesn't want to do it. And then he's like, come on, man, this is your big break or whatever. And he just wants to interview. Yeah. And Keanu's like, all right, call me in the morning. And this is when Thomas got fucked because I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if that was like an angel who gave Keanu a preview of what would have happened if he would have done this or whatever. Um, but then I was wrong shit because it turned out to be Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, he morphs back into Al Pacino. Yeah. From and, the uh, reporter's body. Yeah. Because well, he was saying his whole thing was the sin of vanity. Uh -huh. When he was talking to Keanu, he was like, if you do this interview with me, you'll be like a hero or a star or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then that eventually got Keanu to agree to the interview. And yeah. then it cuts to Keanu leaving. Him turning back into Al Pacino and being like, "Vanity is my favorite sin." Yeah, and then oh, I don't oh, remember shit. if he gives a wink, but it really feels like this movie ends with like. I think he did. <laughs> like, and mm. uh, that's the end of the movie. I kind of found it weird because they end with uh, the Rolling Stones paint it black, even though the Rolling Stones literally have a song about the devil. Thought it was kind of weird they would end with uh, that one, but that's the end of the movie. Um, and I kind of took that because earlier I didn't mention it. But when the wife and them were having that sex scene where he keeps seeing the other later, they show a random scar down the middle of Keanu's stomach. It did. And they never go back. I think this just happens. And the devil, each time he fails, is having to think of new ways to try to get Keanu to come over to his side. Yeah, I think maybe we missed it. Because if, if, if that's how he died in a previous life, would uh -huh. there be like a bullet wound head, a bullet wound on his yeah, head? Yeah, like I wonder if we go back and look if there was like a, a notch or something on the side, but I'm not sure. Know. But that's what I but yeah, took I from think that's that it's fucked. Like he's in a loop of just a loop. Could yeah, also just be in hell. That might be his hell. Oh but, shit! But uh, you if know, Keanu not... goes to hell, I'm going out too. Yeah, right. Once again, if he would just bang the sister, we wouldn't have. I mean, he could just have a much better. Life. It would have just ended the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, he would have been fine. He's gonna be the prince of the underworld or whatever, you know. Okay. But uh, anyway, this movie had a budget of fifty-seven million dollars. Ah, damn. That's Keanu a big costs old. a lot. Keanu costs a lot. It was probably more Pacino at this point. Yeah, but, Pacino. Yeah. But, uh, Pacino. Pacino. <laughs> okay uh made a box office of 153 million dollars so 
There you go. All the Pacino, and then he gave it to charity. I'm sure he didn't. Um, <laughs> they gave it all to Pacino, and then he was like, "I'm gonna go be in Jack and Jill." <laughs> was... Have you ever watched Jack and Jill, Maverick, with Adam That's Sandler, Adam where he Sandler? played? Yeah. No. I went to the fucking because I'm theater. not a loser. When that shit came out, I saw it in the theater, dude. But anyway, um, let's do best of worst of. Uh, my best of has to be Keanu shooting himself in the head. Um, that was really good. Uh, the whole that whole scene with the fire coming out and everything was really good. Um, worst of. Mine. It kind of it kind of sounds cheap, but my worst stuff has to be Keanu's accent. Like they could, they should have oh, just sure. like like you could have him be a religious man in any part of the town or any part of the world. You know why? Yeah, it really didn't need a southern accent. Yeah, especially if he wasn't good at it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but uh, anyway, what's your uh, best of worst of Maverick? Best of uh, what did I say earlier was the best? I forgot. Um. Oh, I think you said the train scene with the him telling the guys that his wife was getting banged up his ass. Yeah, and he was doing it in Spanish. It was. Yeah, I mean that was all right. Was um, that your favorite? I don't think so. Huh? Was it when Keanu was yelling at God, telling him he was a bitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. No, it was um Pacino. Yeah, yeah. Who did I say, um, Keanu? Oh, yeah my bad yeah it was uh that part was solid and i i, I found it hilarious it was good um and then it was the devil saying he was a humanist because he, he loves humans yeah he likes man and, and how god is just a prankster mm-hmm. and he yeah he was saying god just sits up there gives you free will but then like does other shit yeah and sits back and watches and he's like you want to know what he's doing up there he's fucking laughing laughing, laughing at yeah. you and i was like oh shit dude yeah he's like god's a prankster yeah like I, said, I might have to go back and rewatch that scene because it's yeah. great it's fucking um, hilarious like we said but i don't know if we've implemented enough al pacino really good in this movie <laughs> like, he's pretty good yeah he i've never been the biggest yeah, I've never been the biggest Al Pacino fan, but like he he definitely I need to Build watch it. I need to watch Scarface. I've never watched Scarface. Me neither. And I know that's like his well that and the, the Godfather trilogy. Uh, can but, we get like a, a Scarface remake 2021, 2022? I think they're making one. I he seem to remember gonna, hearing it's going to be The Rock fucking Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so tight. Um, Only if he can cuss. I want him to say fuck at least twenty three times. Oh, you got. You can't make Scarface without. And he has to do a fuck ton of coke. Well, yeah. Oh, I just I I was I looked up Scarface, but forgot to add remake, and it was just giving me the original. I was like, I don't want this. I know. <laughs> um, I wonder if. Dwayne Johnson's manager, like PR manager, would let him play Scarface and then just do a fuck ton of coke. Uh-huh. Because that would kill someone's image, no? Because he's like... Yeah, The Rock plays The Rock in every movie. <laughs> like, he's... Yeah, and if he was there, and like it's... I want to say his audience is probably mostly children. Uh-huh. If not teens. Yeah. So if he's doing a fuck ton of coke, 
then he'd get like blacklisted in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who they would put in there. Also, I'm Fucking reading this thing. Jack Black as Scarface. <laughs> um, I'm reading this thing about a. Uh, fucking the scarface remake which they are making i haven't seen them cast anyone you know it'd be good what's that fucking robert downey jr but not as robert downey jr the black guy from tropic thunder (laughs) (laughs) scarface well robert downey jr could just play robert downey jr from like 2002 when he was getting arrested for a bunch of coke and shit no um but no, I, it'd be I, Robert Downey Jr. playing Dwayne The Rock Johnson, playing Scarface. Oh, fuck. You really... Holy shit. Um, be amazing. Yeah. I'm just reading this line, and the first line is Scarface, uh, considered a classic or whatever. It may be good uh, that it's getting an update, as some aspe- aspects of it have aged poorly. I haven't seen it, but I bet you they're talking about F-words. I bet you Scarface is all over that movie, just talking about the F-words. Fucking... That or old movies, man. They used to hit women a lot. Yeah, um, but you can still get away with that. <laughs> yeah, but like domestic abuse type, like in movies, is just like a regular. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan, and he was talking about it. And um, I forget what actor he was talking about, but it was in one of mo- his more recent um, podcasts. Well, but he was must... talking about this real famous actor in the movie. It just smacks the shit out of the. Um, this, uh, his wife or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck. And he's like, that was just a regular back then. Like now it's yeah. fucked, but back then it was normal. I remember uh, you didn't watch the Sopranos movie. No, um, I don't think you even watched the show. Knowing you, you probably watch all the deaths, like on YouTube or something. I but... watched all the deaths of the TV show. <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah, that's that's what I meant. Um, but the Sopranos movie we watched it, and there they is call a... them whackings tom the whacking yeah there there is a scene where this guy like just beats the shit out of his wife and like i didn't think anything because it's a sopranos movie and that happened all the time in the sopranos but thinking back to it it's like oh yeah that's probably they don't do that a lot nowadays just these fucking (laughs) which uh i'm not saying they should bring back domestic violence (laughs) domestic violence (laughs) but uh you know Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that's about it for The Devil's Advocate. It was honestly a solid movie for, when did it come out? Like 1997, a year before I was born. I mean, it was solid. Like all, I'm a fan of all the old Keanu movies. I guess maybe that one would be classified as a Pacino movie, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, it was solid. I feel like Pacino was in a lot of it. I was worried that this was going to be one of the movies where like Pacino's build in it, but he's not really in it all that much. But I seem to remember that he's, he's in, in a, a good like, portion, good, like a half to like a third of the movie. Uh huh. Like he's in a good bit. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, next week is my pick, and I had a different pick. But this movie was two and a half hours long or whatever. And the movie I was going to pick is like an hour 50. And I'm pretty sure it's like a slow burn. And it's an older movie. So, uh, Maverick, I'm going to kind of cheat. Because the movie I'm picking uh, next week is Halloween Kills. 
which uh oh, spoil it me uh, bags invited us over to his place we had a nice time over there watching halloween kills uh and so yeah i figured we'll we'll do that i wanted to take a break from uh the the drama aspects of what i was gonna pick for my next pick Damn. and we'll just well, talk about this uh the omen i don't know i think that you know damien you ever heard of that and that's like the antichrist it's an antichrist yeah. movie funny enough yeah, The Omen. And it's from like '72, and oh, it's a, it's a fuck? it's a classic. But I think it's gonna be like uh, the build up, and I don't want another build up movie after this one. So we'll take a little break, or at least for for my pick, and we'll pick Halloween Kills, and we'll just talk about this uh, slasher fucking death movie. So anyway, all right. Well, thanks for watching uh, Halloween Kills next week. Also. Uh, I'll go ahead and just uh, say it here that we'll have a Halloween episode coming out on Halloween. We'll be watching Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, which is at this point kind of a cliche Halloween movie to watch because it's it, it's just a bunch of Halloween stories. Who's in it? Uh, people are Trick in it. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Yeah, you'll recognize some of the people. When but, did this come out? Oh, oh seven. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen this. Yeah, no. You know, maybe you won't recognize anyone because I'm looking through it, and the only one I know is because she was the main character on True Blood. But uh, everyone else is kind of oh, uh, the I think the the chubby kid from Bad Santa's in it. So, shout out to him. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, so we'll have a Halloween episode celebrating. I have my costume. We'll see if Maverick shows up with it. Probably anything. won't have one. Motherfucker. Yeah. Man, last year, Bags and Tyler left me out in the fucking <laughs> this year. But, uh, yeah, so that'll be coming out on Halloween. Um, next week, I have Halloween Kills. We'll talk about that movie. It's sweeping the nation. I All I've heard, Maverick... Is uh like people there is no in between from what I've heard. I've seen one person that said it was eh. Everyone else I've seen it's either hate or love, and I won't but spoil the movie which you're gonna pick. No, Halloween Kills. Oh, Halloween Kills. Yeah, and I won't spoil which side we're on, but we'll talk about it. So uh yeah, those are coming out. We got shorts. Those are still coming out. And uh, Maverick, got anything you like to say? Anything you want to TV shows you want to plug or anything before we get out here? We still want to do a Squid Game smoke break. Oh yeah, I want to Squid Game is great. I think I shouted that out last time. You did, yeah. You shouted out on Cloverfield. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah, I, I started Watch watching. I started watching Loki. So that's that's solid too. I haven't I haven't come to a conclusion how I feel about it yet. I like the um, the like uh, they always have like the like <laughs> music <laughs> in the background. And I like that, and there's been a few moments in there, but uh, I'm only three episodes in, so I'm probably gonna watch. Oh it yeah, more. no, you'll you'll like it once you get. What is it like? Eight or nine episodes, maybe? I think it's a nine. But anyway, all right, we'll see you next week for Halloween Kills. And yeah, and bye. yeah, bye. This is it, episode sixty nine over. Outro. Cue the outro. It's just a sixty nine porn. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> 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 oh.